0: Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 110. On this episode, we break down the unkind, previously the Raven, by Blackbird Cigar Company. So as always, sit back, listen, and enjoy. I have to tell you this. This is pretty cool. Um, so at our event, yeah. they hired a cigar roller. Okay. Which is really cool. And like mo- a good one? most of the time those cigar rollers suck balls. Yeah. Not not that they suck, but the rollers themselves are good. It's the tobacco that they typically use is what sucks. Like it's usually Dried re- it out. it's really like super cheap like tobacco. And usually like a Connecticut, like a lighter shade Connecticut uh, wrapper. Because it is a little bit more malleable and flexible. And this guy came in fucking hot, though. It was awesome because he was rolling, but he also had stuff that was like pre made. Mm -hmm. And it was a Mexican San Andreas wrapper with Dominican binder, Dominican filler. Yeah. They were really good and they smoked so even. Like the burn was so even all the way down, like thick white ash. I was like, oh, this is actually a really good cigar. This isn't like some joker who's just, you know, brokered some really cheap tobacco and started rolling shit together. It was legit. Like, these cigars were really good. I was really amazed. I actually brought a few home even though they're already gone. I did the same. I didn't get to snag them, but.
1: I did the same at an event and brought it back. And they were garbage.
0: Yeah, most of them are garbage. Most of them fucking suck. Every time I've had one.
1: smoking a twig.
0: Yeah, like very flavorless. These yeah. were actually really good. They were solid cigars. Really great flavor. Yeah. I, to the point where I'm actually going to find out what the guy's name was. I didn't get to talk to him really much. Yeah, and see if I can like get him to send me like two bundles of it just as like giveaway cigars. I don't know how much he would charge, but I have, you know, maybe yeah. get like a bundle of fifty yeah. or something. Yeah, they yeah. were really good though. Absolutely. Ton of company, A ton of people in my company who. It's really interesting.
1: We're smoking c- cigars, there, they were cigars? Mean,
0: yeah. I mean, so there was a ton of people smoking, which is all good. Yeah. Um. A lot of people came up to me and asked me questions hey, about stuff. Everybody
1: say, "Hey, put this in your mouth and then put it in backwards."
0: Uh, one person almost did that. Do <laughs> it. Literally, as soon as the cigar, like as soon as the event started, there was a person who was like holding it weird like holding it like this in the middle and then was just like what do i do and went like this and i was like that's the hot end put in the hot end flip it um but there is surprisingly enough there's actually a lot of people who i would consider cigar smokers a lot of people who are just smoking on this particular occasion because they were available but it was nice to be in this like comfortable element of people smoking cigars it was you know you're
1: smoking it right when your
0: tongue just starts to taste like charcoal yeah (laughs) (laughs) When it starts to burn really bad and scar over and start bleeding. Yeah. That's when you know it's good. When you
1: got a good two to three third degree burn on your tongue, then yeah. you know you're doing it
0: right. Yeah. That's that's how you know you're an expert. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool though. It was interesting. It was it was kind of fun. It very And similar to a bong on the other end where you have the hole, you plug the hole almost like a bong.
1: <laughs> and then you suck in <laughs> and then release it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's funny. It's funny to see. It's interesting to me because it it brought me back to the time of which I started smoking, especially when people just don't understand. Like, they look at a cigar, but they just don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, like, well, what do I do with it? Like, the cutting and the lighting process and the whole thing. And it literally was, like, this quick rewind to, like, 10 years ago or over 10 years ago now when I started smoking cigars. And it was like, oh, shit, I remember what that was like. I remember what it was like to look at it and go, what do I do with this thing? Yeah. Um, but it was pretty cool Like because I, w- I got a lot of people to smoke while we were there, which, yeah. was, which was really That's cool.
1: That's cool. And they weren't shitty, too. So, thankfully, their experience was they good.
0: Were, they were really – I was surprised how good they were. I was really – like, even when I looked at them at first, it was really beautiful marbling on the wrapper. Yeah. I was like, oh, these aren't made like other ones when we hire people yeah. to do stuff like this. I remember it was very one, one of my first smoking experience
1: is I, uh, I won't say the brand cause I don't want to make them sound like I don't give a shit about their stuff, but I was playing with kale and I was going to smoke it and I was like, yeah, it's an no okay cigar. I'm going to just, but I'm going to smoke it yeah. cause I I'll, I'll smoke bottom of the barrel and, uh. I remember using it as a billy club on my son and beating over the head with it. <laughs> and then when I pulled it out of the wrapper and lit it, like all the imperfections of where I beat the shit out of them, it was cracked all up the wrapper. So it started to like blossom out like a fucking flower, yeah. like yeah. on every part of the cigar. That's funny. I destroyed the wrapper. That's funny. Don't use them as Billy
0: clubs. Yeah, there's a guy. There's a guy that we do business with. He's one of our vendors. He does uh, helps us with programming. He makes his own cigars and he always brings them with him. But he ages them. He like dips the tobacco leaves and then ages them for like five fucking years in Johnny Walker Blue. Mm-hmm. So like a very expensive scotch. But he, they're so big. They're like seven by sixties like they're fucking i have one with me they're so mm. goddamn large it's obnoxious yeah i have a hard time smoking and the ones that i've had and there's no bash to him i mean they're they're handmade so you get what you get right they're they're homemade it's Burns not like, like he's crap. not getting them done in a factory yeah they burn really wonky yeah. and they go out on you all the time and the whole thing but you know i commend someone for actually like making them the way that yeah. he does trying something new it is pretty unique the flavor is not bad but it's just it's really weird i don't know it's i want to make explain.
1: i want to make a party cigar
0: Something that three or four people can enjoy at the same time. <laughs> Party cigar. That's a good idea. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. There's a lot of people smoking cigars. There's always a guy that uh, we meet up with. His name's Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, it's like a tradition, so we do it every year, but we actually smoked more this year than we ever have. Usually yeah. we only smoke one night. We smoke every night, which was a lot of fun, but Bill brought some really good stuff. Like He's a huge Fuente fan, but not like, not like Fuente... Yeah. Like, I smoke every once in a while and I pull the But It's like, I like Fuente and I like the rare shit you can't get. And he had this one cigar that when it was produced, it was like $5. And I forget what it was called. And it was released the one that the box that he bought or the boxes that he bought were released like, I want to say 2014. Yeah. And they have a sun grown wrapper on them, which is not typical for a Fuente. So it was like a very robust flavor already. Yeah. Well, he aged them like five years and then he brought us a few. Dude, this cigar is—it's not like I was like, take the Fuente label off, you would never know it was a Fuente. You would never know. You would think this thing was made by fucking Roma Craft. It was so wow. pungent and so full. It was really, really—I mean, it was exceptional. Oh, yeah. It was originally five dollars, and now they're fucking expensive. Like, if you try to buy a box, it's—you yeah. can't, you can't buy them for that. They're—they've—they've they've aged, and now they're considered kind of rare, and they command a little bit higher of a price, but. It's pretty cool, man. The monkey was fucking awesome. I want a monkey. Literally playing with a monkey was the highlight of my week. I was like, I could just go home and fuck everything else. This monkey was the dopest monkey of all time. Her name was Django, so super racist. And (laughs) she's definitely a slave (laughs) monkey. She had this cute little outfit on. Yeah. And literally, like, when he put her on the ground, I was with a bunch of people because I was like, I just want to pet the monkey. He's like, let me try to get her on her shoulder. Well, he kept trying to put her on my shoulder, and she kept smacking me. <laughs> like she didn't want to get on my shoulder. And he told me, he was like, she's not afraid of you. She wants to play. She likes you. And he was like, hold on. Let me, let me do something. And he put her on the ground, and she started, dude, it was like a little human. It was weird as shit. Like, she was communicating with me, which is the freakiest shit ever when a monkey tries to communicate with you. Yeah. Because you're like, it's like some fucking, what was that, uh, what was the movie? Planet with, of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. She was like the little monkey they put on the, the spaceship. But, yeah. I mean, that was a chimp, technically. Yeah. And she was, like, communicating with me. And then she kept, like, going behind this pillar and doing, like, a little peekaboo. And Aww. then she walked over to me, like, one of these, like, <laughs> and then literally sat down, rolled on her back, and she was just going like this. And then I just started petting her stomach, like, just doing this. And, of course, I was doing, like, baby talk to her. Dude, she fucking was like... I'm in heaven. And the guy was like, she loves you. Like, she is flirting so hard with you right now. He was like, she will let you do this all day. And she kept, like, doing these weird little teases. Like, she would just look behind this pillar. And then, dude, monkeys are fucking crazy and so goddamn smart. It freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, She was drinking a glass of water like a human. She just kind of grabbed it and was just like. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? We don't give animals enough credit. We really don't because I look at my dogs and I think about how smart they are sometimes. Dude, like a monkey is a fucking hundred times smarter than dog. This monkey is so fucking smart. Yeah. And she was the cutest little monkey on She's earth. She's
1: just like a five-year-old, though.
0: She's a middle-aged monkey. She's yeah. smarter than a five-year-old. You think? Oh, yeah. I mean, minus the fact that she can't really talk. All right. Even though she can communicate. Like, she was trying to communicate. Like, she was going, Because right. monkeys don't have tongues, right? Uh, she definitely had a tongue. It was oh. adorable. She kept just, like, putting out the side of her mouth like this. <laughs> like
1: that's adorable. Fucking
0: with me, it was really, it was really cute. I knew they have tongues. I was just making a, yeah, he's really cute. Comedic I, poke. I said something at the beginning of this episode, and I said this may be the shortest episode that we'll ever do, and here's why. I'm very tired. I haven't been home in five days. I've been nonstop. I've barely slept. I think I've slept. I slept last night. Thank God. Like eight, like a full eight hours. But before that, I was sleeping like two or three hours a night, yeah. and then running full blast through the day. Yeah. And then rinse and repeat. So I'm very, very exhausted.
1: Were you wearing your Fitbit?
0: No, my Fitbit crapped out on me. If I did, it would definitely (laughs) be through the roof. Yeah. But yeah, it's just an exhausting week. But a fun one. I had a lot of fun. It was very cool. Got to see a lot of cool people that I like. And that made it all worthwhile. Um, I did want to talk about this particular subject. I don't have any sort of current events. Didn't have enough time to put a whole bunch of stuff together. I thought the monkey was fine. Yeah, the monkey is pretty sweet. That's a great current event. Um, but uh, Facebook and Instagram have finally—I uh, mean, they've put it out there—they're going to be banning any cigar, alcohol sale, cigar and alcohol sales, including giveaways, which of course we've done on the, the podcast before. So they're actually going to be putting a strict ban on cigar giveaways, anything that's promoted through Facebook or Instagram. And promoting the sale of cigars. I think about that. Like I think about the giveaways. You and I talk about it all the time. We hate doing giveaways. We do hate it. Do- they fucking suck. I know it's cool for everybody else. It's a pain in the ass for us. Like they just suck. But I I like doing them because the engagement piece of it. But the whole process sucks dick. Yes. I would uh, much rather just put out good content and let that be, like what. Drives audience behavior, not like, "Hey, flash this thing in front of um, you know some people and see what kind of happens at the end of it." Well,
1: I think this is just maybe a. uh, I think there's plenty of loopholes for this, though. Like there, there is kind of
0: giveaway. Use drop-offs, and which you know is going to happen. What I don't what I don't like what I don't like about it though is like you know they're going to be looking into hashtag giveaways, right? Sure. So you're gonna have a series of like robots that are gonna go in and they're gonna be scanning hashtags and they're gonna be filtering on anything that's alcohol and or cigar related and that's fine. Again, I hate doing giveaways. So for us in particular, as it relates to us, good because I'm I'm glad I don't have to do them anymore. Um, I would much honestly I would rather not do giveaways on cigars and then when we actually come out with merch, do giveaways on the merch. I would much rather do that. Because giveaways on cigars sucks. Like, the whole process blows. Maybe it's just a branding thing. Maybe giveaway sounds too cheap. Maybe, like, takeaways. Yeah. Like, uh, you take it from me. Free shit. <laughs> like you take it from me. Free shit you really don't do a lot for. Yeah. Um, but what I was thinking about, the more troubling piece of it, is all the fucking companies who advertise through Instagram like 15% off this, like Cigar of the Month clubs, like Luxury Cigar Club, and all Stogie these Bird. other ones, these, Stogie Bird. Yeah. Stogie Bird's got a whole Facebook group that is super active. Like that shit's gonna get shut down. You're advertising the sale of these particular things through the social media platforms. Yeah. It's going away. Like, and I don't know how strict it's gonna be, but I can tell you this. Instagram in particular has stifled, like anything that I've posted in the recent two weeks, there's some that they completely shut the fuck down. Like, they don't get... They, it doesn't drive anything at all. Like, and the content that we usually put out there is all, like, related to the podcast or written reviews, right? There's not much that's yeah. not anymore. It's yeah. sprinkled in every once in a while, something kind of random. Yeah. But it's really just driving everything that we're doing through the website and the podcast. Mm-hmm. And there's ones where they're just like, nope, go fuck yourself. And it they will not push it out. Like, it is... They, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that's part of an algorithm change or they're really just trying to limit as much as possible the exposure of things like tobacco and alcohol and so on. I, other people have said it, and I've actually messaged back and forth with a few people that said they've seen it across the board. But this is just, I think this is just kind of piggybacking on that effort already just to kind of keep things at bay and not overexpose something that is deemed harmful to you.
1: That is why today we are announcing the launch. Of Hot Ticket Social. It's
0: a new social media platform (laughs) just designed for cigars. Yeah. Well, we have talked about. I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole because this is there. We've only discussed it. Yeah. But things like Facebook group, of course, of which we have. Now, we don't have, other than what we've done from a giveaway effort. And every once in a while, there's a few things that kind of sprinkle in there as far as like this person horse trading with this person or selling of cigars and so on. There's other groups that are way bigger than ours that do that on a continuum. And those are those ones are going to be the ones that are probably going to be targeted. But it I have to imagine this is like a first step and probably like a three step process for this social media as far as like negating the exposure of alcohol and tobacco. Yeah. So we've talked about it before that we may long-term migrate something away from the Facebook group and actually make it inclusive of our website or some sort of app-based program. Yeah. Um, this definitely makes me want to do that more yeah. because uh, one, I don't want to get busted. Like if something happens on our group, your, which we're your responsible account for, gets shut down. right. We get busted for it. Like I, I got to make sure that we're limiting our exposure there too. So it's, this may be the catalyst that kind of helps us push that through a little bit. But We'll keep everybody posted on that. We've discussed it numerous amounts of times, but, you know, fuck social media. It's the de- it's like a blessing and a curse. That's the worst part. It's like you need it, and you know that it's a platform that gains exposure, but it's also a fucking mess all at the same time. It's super annoying. But I think about, like, e-tailers that advertise all the time. That are always advertising programs, discount codes, whatever, you know, bringing new products on board. There's so many. There's JR. There's Cigar Internationals. There's Cigars Direct. There's all these different places. That that's all they do. Everything that they put out as far as content is to be able to drive people to their site to buy their product. They're always throwing out discount codes and shit like that. It's like I wanna, I'm interested to see what's, what's going to happen with those places. You know what I mean? What, what are they going to do? A big yeah. piece of what you've done in terms of branding has all been on social media. Gorilla, bro. What we do is we take it to the streets. Gotta go underground. We
1: print out things on regular copy paper, black and white, and we say 15% off this or give away this, and we go to every fucking light post in every goddamn yes, town staples. and city stapling that shit to the goddamn poles. Yeah, that'd be funny. And we do that every week. That'd be fun. Every week we rally up our guerrilla warfare tactics cigar folks yeah. coming out of every street and alleyway. It's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And just, oh, and then we can tag. So we can tag, we can tag walls, too. So hashtag spray paint. <laughs> hashtag spray paint. But we literally spray paint offers and giveaways on public spaces, <laughs> notifying people that you can get these cigars now.
0: I think I'm just going to get one of those plane banners. Oh, for everything we want. For everything we want to do for a post, I'm just gonna hire a plane just to go over and it And we're going old school.
1: If you want to do a giveaway, we'll geocache it. We're gonna rent a hot air balloon and we're gonna drop them from fucking a thousand feet up, and you gotta catch them. That'd be funny. Meet us at this location. First
0: one to catch them gets the prize. Did you see the footage of that? um, The giant fucking. What do they call those things like a Zeppelin Mm -hmm. like uh, the shit that you always see at like hockey games like drops T-shirts out of the air and shit. Amazon's version of that where all the fucking drones came out of the belly of it and started delivering shit. That's wild. You just see this big giant Amazon balloon floating in the air and all of a sudden you see these drones fall out of it and they just start going to all these (laughs) different places. Dude it looked like some Skynet shit. That's wild. I was like, well, here's the end. Here's, here's the beginning Amazon of the end. Is <laughs> Amazon is Skynet. Amazon is Skynet. This is the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to attach little fucking guns to those things, and we're all fucking dead. Where's Arnie? It was, Dude, it was wild. I was like, this shouldn't be a thing. Where's
1: our T1 Terminator when we need him? I know. Our lovable Arnie. You know what? Arnie. I was
0: I was talking to someone about that this week where we were laughing about the T1 Terminator versus like the second. What were we... I forget what we were talking about, but it was a really funny conversation where I was just like, you know, you can dog on the T1 all you want <laughs> because it's like, it's so antiquated. He's beat every like, model after him. But it's beat the shit out of it. It's like the retarded one that just yeah. continues to win. Retard strength. Yeah, definitely retard strength. Okay, that needs to be censored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so fun. I know. Yeah, we do that with You use the R word. <laughs> I but love I think that.
1: there's. Listen, people, send in your request to Hot Ticket Pod on Instagram and Hot Ticket Chris on Instagram. I want to hear some suggestions of how we can get around
0: this ban because I feel like there's some clever things we can do that... Dude, trust me, there's a lot of smarter people than us that are going to figure out loopholes for this whole thing. People aren't going to stop advertising their businesses and the sales of tobacco on these platforms. It's not going to happen. They're just going to figure out other ways to either drive people to website clicks or whatever else or there's going to be something that they do within the dialogue or the content that they post that's I, it's not i can tell you this it's not going to be as bold as what people already do but yeah. they're going to find ways around it for sure that's why the first
1: million users that sign up for HotTicketsocial.com tonight
0: yeah gets all of these giveaways They win. We should just put up like a list, like well, I guess we could just do it through our mailing list. Yeah. That would be kinda crazy if we had just if we just built a giant Well, I mean, I guess you already have like the subreddit stuff.
1: You know what, you know what we do? We promote the profile. You promote Mm -hmm. the profile, not the posts promote the profile yeah that'd be interesting and then put your information regarding giveaways what
0: if we started in the profile what if we started a social media platform for everything that has been banned on social media it's
1: perfect sex trafficking
0: sexual things like porn uh alcohol tobacco what else i mean drugs free the nipple shit free the nipple movement gotta have nipples uh like breastfeeding yeah what else what there's there's a ton of shit that's banned we should just find alex a list jones alex jones will put him he'll be, on he'll
1: be on the yeah he'll be on there i
0: think if we just go through a list of all the restricted stuff the restricted content just yeah. look through the private like the policies that each like yeah. instagram and facebook have and include all those things in a new social media platform i think it's genius racism Racism, right. Oh, God, that's great. How did I not think, I how was that not the first one? That should have been it's, easy it's top three. Gonna the, it's
1: probably going to be the trending topic on It should have been top three. I'm
0: disappointed that it took, like, literally that was number nine. Yeah. I mean, all kinds of shit. We just take everything that's banned on there, any sort of, like, hate speech. Yeah. Add yeah, it in. Yeah, add it in. Um, yeah, let people advertise products in the most, like, ridiculous ways they possibly can. Create a social media platform for everything that's been banned we got to think of a cool name, though.
1: It's fucking genius.
0: It's actually a pretty good idea. Think about it. We're giving a mouthpiece to these people that have been stifled for so long. Murders. Murders. Crimes. Crimes in general. Yeah, yeah. You can't show a dead body. Can you not show a dead? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. So let's show dead bodies. bodies. We should definitely show dead bodies. I think Instagram should let you show dead bodies. Oh, like the bloated ones in the lakes. Yeah, so dead body. Where they look like
1: parachutes and the Maybe water. Maybe like
0: fetish stuff. Like I think Fetishes. fetish stuff is probably banned. Animal cruelty. Animal cruelty. You know what? No, I'm not going to let that. I can't let that one happen. I'm just too much of a fan. Well, I we, would much rather see a human dead body. We than have like, some
1: ethics, so we'll take out animal cruelty. Animal cruelty is but a But 90% of everything that's banned is allowed.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most everything's allowed except for animal cruelty. We welcome Republican and Democratic content. Absolutely. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, yes, I like that idea. I like that idea. We welcome it all. Because those ridiculous commercials that they always put together. Ku Klux Klan. 100% can do that. Bring on on Ku Klux -Klux Klan. Right. Yeah.
1: And every other one. Nazism. Uh, It's kind of the same thing. Even reverse racism. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, what was Malcolm X's group?
0: Uh, Black Panther's? Did, I don't know if that was his group, but yeah, the Black Panthers. Yeah, I like that shit. I kind of like it. I mean, we're giving, we're giving a voice to those who have been silenced.
1: It's called hashtag freedom of post.
0: Freedom of post.
1: Freedom of
0: post. I like it. The old rich white men. Yeah. Like they should definitely have a page. Not yeah. that they really get stifled on social media, but let's face it. Facebook hates them a lot.
1: And all of our brand
0: sponsors on the platform. What about cereals? You can't advertise cereals. That's true. You can't anymore. Yeah, like sugary cereals. Yeah, sugary cereal. Change cereal. Put right? it on. Yeah, sugary cereals. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. So like the stuff that's like there's health implications too. Yeah. Add it. Yeah. I think it's a genius idea.
1: Cancer. You can, you can post cancer.
0: I think we should call it free ban. Free ban. Yep. I think Freeban ban is new social media platform. <laughs> I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I'm a little loopy right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm th- part of me is thinking in my head, I'm just really hyped about this idea because I'm, I'm like in one of those, like, what do they call it? Um, kind of slap happy moods.
1: We're the reason we would be the reason regulations are set by the government. Do you understand that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we would be the reason, just like why McDonald's puts <laughs> too hot on their cup of coffees. Right. As if it's not expected to be hot. Right. Like, we, we would be a new regulation, you guarantee it, because the government would step in like, we never thought it would happen.
0: But someone did it. But
1: someone did it. Now <laughs> we created, have to regulate it. <laughs> someone created free
0: ban. <laughs> and now we have to regulate it. I kind of like the free ban idea. I, th- I think you and I have further discussions. Yeah. We need to. We definitely have to see this idea a little bit free further. Free ban
1: for free bums.
0: I still think we just, yeah, bum fights. Yeah. You can't post bum fights. You can't. Oh, my God. Unsanctioned,
1: unsanctioned fighting can be on there.
0: Yeah, bum fights for sure. Anybody who has been silenced by social media is they have every right to be on our platform except for cruelty of animals. Yeah. If you do that, actually, you know what? Do cruelty of animals. You know why? Because if someone posts, I'm going to find them and I'm going to kill them. That's true. So post it up. You
1: know what you're getting on. Post it up, bitch. Free ban. You know what you're getting into. The cool
0: thing about free ban is free ban allows you to post content, but it also allows other people to fight against your content yeah not that they can get it shut down it's not like going into instagram and going spam or uh restricted content if, hitting the button yeah i'm talking like you someone is allowed to fight back
1: yeah and if you flag content as inappropriate it actually moves to the trending topic <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i love it oh freeband.com I <laughs> love it New free band app will be here uh, beginning 2020. Yes. We're <laughs> already working on it. I love it. Anyway, we do have a review for you today. <laughs> I'm actually excited about this review. I'm excited about this review, and I wanted to put it after the episode aired, of which we did the interview, and there was just a couple more that we had to slip in between uh, before we could get to it, but it's not too far outside of that. So Let's just say this review's be
1: been a little flighty on us.
0: Yeah, it has. Um, but I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be back at you guys in just a minute. All right, and we're back. Perfect. We got a cigar review today. You know what I was thinking about when... uh, So, spoiler alert, it has to do with birds. Birds. We kind of already alluded to the fact that it was going to be birds, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it's going to be a bird review. And I was thinking about this today and I don't know why. It's usually something I'd reserve to think about when I was high, but I was like, why do people always use the saying the early bird gets the worm? The early bird gets the worm. You know why I thought it was weird that people continue to say that is that I was weeding a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. like digging out like nasty weeds in my backyard, and there were so many worms. So what popped into my head was people always say the early bird gets the worm, and I understand why they say it, but in reality, there's so many worms. If there's anything more of in this world, it's worms than birds.
1: A patient bird gets a worm.
0: I think any bird gets a worm.
1: Any bird gets a worm.
0: Like if you're the dumb bird, if you're the like the runt of the group, mm-hmm. you're still going to eat because there's so many worms in the world. Yeah. So the saying the early bird gets the worm yeah. is kind of dumb because there's so many goddamn worms. You could even They're be... fucking everywhere.
1: Yeah. I just know that the, the worms typically at night will
0: exhume themselves out of the ground. Even when it rains. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. like, how easy does it get? Early bird gets the worm. How about you just wait for a rain shower yeah, and have at it? It's a fucking smorgasbord of fucking goddamn worms. It's like a golden corral, but it, the only thing on the buffet for everybody at the buffet is worms.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You got your red worms. You got, got your grubs. Yeah, yeah. You got your wax worms. Yeah. You got your earthworms. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's a dumb fucking saying. They should change the animal. Like, what is an animal that has a really hard time getting prey? I don't know. Like, the early cheetah gets the gazelle. Yeah. The and like, early polar bear gets the seal.
1: And the early human gets. An iPhone. <laughs> you know, because you have to wait in lines for an iPhone.
0: Yeah. Uh, that is true. I mean, there are instances of where you're the earliest human. Yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> 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 the earlier human gets the new flat panel TV. Right. The earlier human gets to see Avengers Endgame. Yeah. But the lucky human
1: wins the publisher's House.
0: That is true. You don't have to be early for that. You don't have
1: to be early. Yeah. Same with the lottery. It's just chance. The lucky human
0: wins the lottery. Right. Yeah. It's so strange to me, those sayings. And the fact that the bird and the worm yeah. is the only cited example that can be used to create that saying is really dumb because there's some animals that really have to hustle to get uh, their food. Uh, the bird is not one of them. Uh, uh, the early worm is the first one dead. That's true. It's very accurate. Yeah. So be the late worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the late worm usually survives. The late worm <laughs> lives. Dude, next time someone says, well, the early bird gets the worm, I'll be like, well, the late worm lives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. And then let them think about it for yeah. 10 minutes. They just stew it over. Like, well, and if cool. it's raining, the worm with a snorkel also lives. That's true. If there was worm snorkeling, like if a worm figured out how to not have to excavate itself. Yeah. For oxygen. Genius.
1: Total genius.
0: Yeah. But seriously, if you do think about it, there's definitely more worms in the world than there are birds. And there's a ton of fucking birds. Yeah. There's even more worms. Birds aren't starving. It's a dumb saying. Change it. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so our review today is a blackbird cigar. Yes. And we're reviewing... What was originally The Raven, which is now The Unkind. Yeah. Because you don't want to get sued for having a name that doesn't belong to you in terms of a cigar. So it is named The Unkind. The Unkind is the one that has the purple label. Again, originally The Raven, which is what you and I have. So we don't actually have an Unkind technically. No. We smoke The Raven, but the cigar, everything about it is the same other than the name. The label is still purple, so it's... This, there's more similarities in it than there are differences in relation to the first one, just a name change. Now,
1: for you cigar historians out there, you might be curious as to why the name changed. You are a bird organization producing cigars. Why in the living hell would you name it something that is not a bird? Right. From whence it was named a bird. Right. Uh, there was some registered trademark concerns. Right. And that's why.
0: Yeah. But another company. But isn't un- I think unkind as far as Jonas Planto's had something it's, to do. Yeah. Was oh, that a flock of raisin- Ravens? Is that what he said? Yes, and it's unkind. a flocker. Yeah. Yeah. It's something a really like that. strange name. For
1: also, what was unkind is the cease and desist on the name
0: from this other brand. Yeah. But you know what? The challenges we deal with. Anyway, it's super excited to actually review one of these cigars. I think this one, and I'm only speculating, yeah, because as Jonas mentioned on our interview, is that everything he has currently in his lineup is priced roughly seven dollars MSRP. What the living hell! So it's crazy to think. I mean, I think that's going to play more of a factor in this maybe than anything else is like the price with the uh, right. Whether the seven dollars cigar out. is not like an expensive it, like cigar. like if it's
1: a good cigar, seven dollars is like holy grail. Right. That's like a, that's like a But you also cigar. have to
0: take into consideration that the brand is new as well. Yes. Like, could you, as a new brand, demand a higher price on a cigar?
1: Ooh. I feel like
0: it's a really tough thing to do.
1: It's, it is tough because you're trying to prove yourself. Right. And you want the accessibility. You don't want to
0: outprice yourself to competition that is well established. Correct. I think that's a thing about new brands that yeah. must be challenging. Yeah. That very must be challenging. Anyway, so let's get into the actual breakdown of this cigar Um, Again, this is the Blackbird Raven slash Unkind, Unkind now going forward. Before we actually get into all the details, Chris, how do we break these down?
1: Absolutely. Each cigar's review is based upon a midnight dreary while I pondered weak and weary. Oh, God, I got to get that out of my head. Uh, It's based on our six-point rating (laughs) scale uh, and broken down into three main categories, construction, burn, and taste. We then see if the cigar can spread its wings to see if it can fly above the competition's pricing scale for possible bonus or penalty points. And then finally, we average it. Our individual scores giving you guys our total cigar rating out of a flock of unkind. (laughs) That was pretty good. Yeah, it was just random improvisation of bullshit. I really dig it. Spouting from my mouth. Like a mother bird digesting bits of worm and feeding it to her little babies. I love it. We just had to digest it a little for you. We want to make this experience of cigar review so easy that we're going to pre-digest everything. And then we're going to serve it to you in the easiest manner
0: possible. I wish I was fed like that by another person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fucking great. This is the laziest way of eating ever.
1: Can you chew it for me? Other than, oh, God, other,
0: than other than a feeding tube, it doesn't get any better than that. Can
1: you pre-chew my steak for me? Oh.
0: Do you think there's ever going to be a day of which efficiency is at such a high value that we will consume food not based on flavor but by ease of use?
1: Probably.
0: Like, would, like just stick something in your asshole and it just absorbs into your system, gives you all the nutrients like you ever need. Yeah, like think. I mean, we love the idea of food because of the flavor aspect, but if We become a society that just needs to operate and run more efficiently. Do you think that the food factor of it in terms of like sitting down enjoying the flavor gets eroded away and then we just simply pop like a tablet? And
1: why couldn't like a tablet like uh, stimulate like some of your sensory glands of taste and trick your brain into thinking you're eating something?
0: That would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? I so feel like, like something like pill, that's going to happen in 50 years. You
1: pop a pill and for a brief moment while it dissolves in your mouth or something, it's literally like for a minute like eating a fucking steak and potatoes. I
0: think it's the only battle we have against AI taking over yeah. is that we have to operate more efficiently as humans. Yeah. And let's face it. Eating takes a considerable amount of time between prep and between it, actually consumption of food. It does. And the digestibility of it. Every time you digest food in your system, it takes energy. Although it is giving you energy, digesting food gives you an energy source. The act of digesting food also, it takes energy to do that. It takes your body to gain fuel. You're still burning fuel. Make it concentrate. But a tablet's different.
1: Yeah, somehow if we can concentrate it, right? Yeah. Take what is a a one-pound steak of like 80 grams of fucking protein and condense it and concentrate scale it down, down into, into like a pill. A pill yep. That immediately goes through your bloodstream way quicker than a fucking digested system. So you would. get
0: the added protein source. So you get all totally. the nutrient delivery that you need. Totally, You get the fuel for your system, but you can operate more efficiently Think about quickly. because the digestive process is taken out yeah. and you don't have to slave over cooking and or yeah. eating food. Think
1: about how quickly pills get into your system. When you take an ibuprofen, it's 10 to 15 minutes. Right. If that right Very same quick. way with these pills you want, Super digestible. you want 80 grams of protein in 10 minutes
0: it'll also something like that would drastically reduce the weight problem that we have oh, in the united totally. states
1: yeah i mean if you really wanted them we could probably offer you fat pills
0: mega pills <laughs>
1: <laughs> with concentrated fat <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be funny yeah
1: I was glut- not a bad idea. Before we get into this, I was. This is a show of ideas. It is. I was really gluttonous yesterday. I think I had over three thousand calories
0: at really? dinner time. What'd you eat?
1: Uh, me and Kevin went to Pies and Pints.
0: Oh, I love that place. Which I, one did you go to? The one in Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I,
1: good. I had the uh, pizza skins, which is basically potato skins in a pizza format. Yeah, it's amazing. They're really good. I had that, and then I had two beers. Okay, and then I went to uh, Kevin's Like, you ready to go back? I was like, nope. I was like, I want something sweet and cold.
0: So hold on. Let me think about what you had because I do know Liberty pretty well. Mm-hmm. So you got a dessert treat. Yeah. It was ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you go to the Dippin' Dots nope. thing? Mm. Uh, you didn't do bubble tea, did you? No. Nope. Because they also have slash bubble tea What's crepes? the
1: most fattening fucking cold ice cream related thing I can get? starts with a G. Oh, gelato. No. Oh what? Graters. I'm sorry. I was thinking. Oh, Jesus brand. Christ. But similar concepts. Yeah,
0: graters is the shit. I got I love graders. A large I thought it was a cold stone in there. I didn't know graters. Oh, it was maybe graders. it was cold stone. Cold stone. Sorry, it was cold stone. Okay.
1: But I got A large strawberry milkshake. A strawberry? And guess how much calories that thing was.
0: Probably 1,300.
1: It was exactly 1,300. Whoa! Look at that! And all of their milkshakes range from 850 to 1,300. I'm like, that is for sure one of the most fattening ones. Yeah, milkshakes.
0: Milkshakes. It's the reason I don't get them anymore is because it is it's so ridiculous how many calories are in a milkshake. It is way over the top. And then
1: I left there. And he's like, you probably want drinks still, right? Because he's like, I don't have anything in my house. I was like, you're damn right I do. So he took me through Kroger's where they have the liquor store. And I went yeah. in the liquor store and I bought a jug of Tito's fucking vodka <laughs> and diet tonic. So I knew I was consuming some serious calories. So I right. wanted to get diet tonic. Right. Of course. But I easily had over 3,000 calories of fucking shit. That's a lot. All of it. There was nothing good dietary wise. Yeah. About my entire evening.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. No, yikes! Oof. It's aggressive. You it went was. hard in the paint. I'm recovering. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be shitting like a wild man. Okay. Anyway, goddamn, we got off track. I'm sorry. Um, Sometimes you get flighty. This particular cigar, which I kind of like, the components. It's like complex but not. So it boasts a Brazilian wrapper, Dominican yeah. binder, and a combination Nicaraguan and Pennsylvania filler. Yeah. I'm really starting to like, the, we said it the other day, we was like, God, do we feel like we got so many Pennsylvania fillers? Rewind just, to that episode. But I'm really, I am really enjoying, if it's balanced correctly, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, it's a fucking crapshoot as far as adding Pennsylvania tobacco and a filler, because it's either really good or it's really bad.
1: You know what it is? You know what it is, bro? Mm. It's
0: not the steak. It's the
1: salt and pepper you put on the steak. Sure. Because too much of salt and pepper is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. But if you put it a little bit on a steak, it's a great fucking steak.
0: That's true. I like to salt and season the fuck out of my yes. steaks. Um, this cigar we smoked in a Robusto. It's a 5x50. And it comes at a price point. We mentioned this earlier. It's a very inexpensive price point. It's $7 a cigar. So in comparison to other things on the market, this would probably be. Because we usually say like the, that, that range, and there's so many out there. It's like if you just had to create an average, it would probably be somewhere around $8 to $9, right? That's like really for the things we smoke. Anything that's kind of boutique is right going to be around that $9 range. So this certainly comes in less than that. But as we mentioned earlier as well, Blackbird Cigars is very new to the marketplace, extremely fresh to the marketplace. So you got to kind of take that into consideration. You have to factor it in. You can't really come out and go, hey, our shit's really good. It's also $15. It's going to be very difficult to get anybody onboarded with a cigar like that with, at such a price point. So this one yeah. does, does come in at $7. And uh, with that, let's actually break this bad boy down. Yeah, bro. What did you think about the construction overall?
1: Well, I don't know about you, Corey, but when I'm flying over my Instagram feeds, <laughs> you sometimes come across a lot of the promotions that Blackbird Cigar is doing. In fact, you can find a lot of the promotional Posts and and of pictures and videos from some of our friends and family of the cigar community. And uh, I've seen them roll these cigars at their factory that they produce these babies in. They look great on paper. They look good in photos. And they look good in videos. But the question was that you asked, how good was the construction? Mm -hmm. Pretty fucking good. Mm -hmm. Nice dark wrapper. Not overly veiny. Big ass paper label that wasn't too hard to deal with. As big as it was, I had no problems with it, really. And, and nothing really that I noticed on the cigar that was problematic until I peeled that label back. Mm. We've talked about this. There's a lot of female rollers. Maybe on my particular cigar, there was a female roller that felt like puncturing my wrapper. I had a pretty nice slice. Interesting. Like, like a good half inch underneath yeah. the label. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's not good.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty good slice um and i was like ah fuck because it looked great everything else
0: except for under the wrapper
1: except for under that wrapper just a real nice vertical slice up the
0: side damn
1: and i'm like oh no God, i feel like i'm gonna
0: get more and more of these fucking wrappers i know tearing.
1: and you know what Jesus. it's not like these things weren't taken care of i wasn't billy clubbing this one like i did that other brand right
0: well especially if you have the protection of the band itself i right? had it
1: wrapped in purple velvet right i had it put in the humidor I let
0: it season a little bit. Right. You know? That is a bummer. Certainly a production flaw. Yeah. And where I was going to give credit to Blackbird, I kind of have to retract it now. Because one of the things I really enjoyed about looking over my cigar, and of course, I've also had the Crow, right? Yeah. What I enjoy about it is that the construction on both of mine seemed to be fairly flawless. Yeah. Right? They looked fantastic. I relate that to the fact that they actually control the process. If it's your brand, if it's your cigar, because there's so many people that sub out, right? Like it's a brand made at a particular factory. Sure, sure. Let's be fucking real here. If you are a factory and you're producing a cigar for another sub brand, you aren't going to be as diligent with that process as you would with yeah. your own cigar. Yeah. What I like about Blackbird is they control the process. And to me, in my cigar, that showed in the construction. Near flawless. Yeah. One of the things I also say that I really like about this cigar is that it is a closed foot. And I'll explain to you, I typically don't like closed foots on a cigar, but and when we get to the flavor, I'll explain to you why. But I actually really enjoyed that on this particular cigar. It is a little frustrating to me that you had I was hoping you'd say this thing was flawless. It looked because bad. I wanted to make the statement that when you control the process, that's what you get. That's what you get, right?
1: No, I mean it looked fucking flawless until
0: I peeled back that label,
1: and it wasn't. It wasn't me, you know. It wasn't me. where yeah, of it was like a glue thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Someone just slapped the label over something that was already damaged.
1: Yeah, it was just because there was no glue residue or anything under the label that mm-hmm. would have constituted as I was peeling it off. Right. that I was going to be ripping the wrapper. There sure. was no ripping of the wrapper. Right. Literally, the wrapper came off so easy, and then it was just a slice.
0: Yeah, what a bummer.
1: Now, how it relates to the burn and everything else is left to be said. Right. But that's just something I noticed, and I swear to you, people, I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to add drama to our cigar reviews like they're like watching a reality TV show and people want to see drama versus just happy-go-lucky shows. This is not Fox News. You know, this is not CNN. Right. We are not drama-centric content now to keep audiences captivated. We typically just want this cigar experience to be amazing, of course. But weirdly enough, the last handful,
0: just like weird, not even imperfections, just like A little weird blatant shit, blatant cuts and shit. Yeah, super strange, very strange. So, how did it affect the burn, or did it not affect the burn? Did it? Didn't? It not.
1: Listen, you, you spark this baby up and you take a couple puffs. Um, pretty fucking great draw. Pretty great draw on right. this. Very, you know, not overly tight. Um, just a nice smoke production. I gave it a pretty good... It's, it's above average, like, draw. R- did not run at all. It was a pretty even burn, consistent burn all the way through. Question is... Am I going to have problems with the whole test when it comes to that little part? Because where I did my whole test was where that goddamn nick was. So I put it down for five minutes, put it back in my mouth. Whew. Took off. Flew. No problems. This bird was not grounded, bro. Not grounded. This one, one' the penguin.
0: Sailing through the skies. This is a
1: fucking falcon. Nice it took off into the sky at such a fast pace my like, oh my god you know those birds that you uh, you, you get hey have problems with those birds in your back patio here and they smack the wall yeah that's like a whole test people that bird smacked the wall and you're not touching it you're like is it going to be dead when i pick it up can i is it gonna, you know is it going to wake back up of course not every bird wakes back up. No,
0: most of them die. Most of them die, but not this bird. Well, about it's about a 50-50. Okay, well, you know. Yeah. Statistically speaking. Too many. St- st- yeah. St- Far too many.
1: Statistically speaking, sure. Every whole test is a 50-50 chance, right, bro? Kind of, yeah. Bird's going to die. Bird's going to get back up. This bird got back up. Nice. No problem. And even when I burnt through my nickage, not a fucking deal. Yeah. Now, it did have this really cool smoke coming out of it. Yeah. Like a line of smoke out the side yeah. of it. It was like, kind of cool.
0: Like a, like a whale. Well, like a, what are they called? Like a the air hole on a whale.
1: Yeah, pretty much like a blowhole. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that.
0: Yeah, that's kind of cool. And unique. it kind
1: of burned quicker quicker during that, you know, which we've seen when you have right. holes and stuff. And, but it's like all the rest of the cigar kept up with it. Yeah. It was really nice. Nice. No problem whatsoever with burn.
0: Well, that's good. And, that, and you know what? That's actually the last few that we've had where there's been noticeable damage or we've actually seen that damage covered up yeah. by some patch by some crafty patchwork yeah every single instance we've had recently it actually hasn't affected the burn Not at all right you just expect it to be i think if it went per- perfect when you pay a premium. i think
1: if it fucked with the binder then we would have problems
0: sure sure makes sense yeah um I didn't have as great a jaw as you. Mine was actually a little bit tight and definitely more tight towards the beginning. It did loosen up kind of as it progressed towards the end, but it was a little tighter than what I particularly like in a cigar. It did give, us, it did give myself a ton of fucking smoke production though, which I really like. One thing that I love about their cigars in general, and this cigar is no exception to that, is they burn really fucking well. Yes. There's other people who have had this cigar that say the same thing. It's a very noticeable thing on these cigars. Not only do they ash like this beautiful white ash, but they burn so goddamn even. I don't know how they do it. Like, the, the way these cigars burn and the way the ash holds on is... and Like, that would be something you would expect in a $10-plus cigar.
1: Yeah, sure. But the
0: fact that these cigars do that so well, it's actually pretty amazing. So burn overall... Hold test, flawless. Like, it was so easy to just pick it back up, start smoke again, like like I hadn't been away for five minutes. Hold test was absolutely, it was like not even a little bit of degradation at all. Yeah. Like, it was like, yep, I'm just sitting here waiting for you, ready to go. Uh, I love when we conduct hold tests and it's just like you didn't even miss a beat. You yeah, just pick it right back great. up and you start going, Like, right?
1: one or two hits is, is really where I challenge... The draw right. or, the, the, or the whole
0: test. Right. Yeah, this one was exactly what you would want. So minus the, a little bit of a tight burn at the end, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, an, it's so enjoyable to smoke a cigar that gives you that much ease. Yeah. Don't you no wanna, challenges.
1: Don't you want to see a bird smoke
0: a cigar? I think it'd be pretty cool. That'd be fucking tight. They it? always have twigs in their mouth. Why not have a cigar in right. right. I think it would be pretty cool. Just light it. You could train parrots maybe to do it. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Um. All right. Now we're getting into our favorite part. Yeah. $7 cigar. Good construction. Great burn for both of us. Yeah. What about the flavors?
1: Wowza. It's like
0: complex, but not complex.
1: I want people to understand that this is not me poking fun at the flavors. Okay? This is not poking fun. But this is what I'll say it was like tasting. The most cuisine bird nest ever made by a raven. <laughs> Woody, leathery, mildly sweet. Just a little bit of spice. And I think it comes a lot from the Pennsylvania Nicaraguan fillers. But it was like tasting a fucking... T- it was like Gordon Ramsay, if he made a bird nest and wanted you to eat it, that's what you got. Hmm. It was a delicious bird nest of flavors. I loved it. Nice. Not a whole lot of change up. Very consistent for the most part. And you're right. going to talk about the foot here in a minute. Right. And as the cigar progressed on, the more it got down to the head of the cigar, where I'm basically about to burn my fingers. I was burning my fingers because I babied, I didn't baby this. I, I literally utilized as much of it as possible because I really did like the flavor. It was literally getting more bitter towards the end, which I actually enjoyed. Right, it was kind of like a nice closer, but really earthy tones of flavors, real kind of savory. There was just like this small hint of of sweetness that I got throughout it, and but it was just a really nice balance. Like that's the one thing I'll give it in my opinion is a really fucking well balanced cigar, especially in that vitola. For for flavors, great, great. What do you think, bro?
0: It's weird that you said it in the way that you said it because that's how I had it kind of written in my notes. Definitely more mild sweetness. Like sweetness is not the predominant flavor that you get in this cigar. Definitely more tangy and bitter. Yeah. I do want to go back to what I said about the closed foot. Typically, I don't like a closed foot on the cigar because it gives you too much amplification of sometimes not great tobacco. Or what you're getting on a closed foot is... All wrapper, And sometimes that's a turnoff, mm-hmm. right? When you're first really getting into the cigar, when you have an abundance of that wrapper tobacco with no balance of a binder and filler, it's usually not that good.
1: It's usually very pungent of one particular flavor. It's too now.
0: much. Yeah, It's too much. It's overdone in terms of that one singular flavor. Yeah. But on this cigar, I love the close foot because it gave a flavor rush that you typically would get but it was a good flavor rush. It's that Brazilian tobacco that's super well balanced. It's very, very, I mean, it was like, deli- it was, you know what it, it reminded me of? It's like when you go on, and anybody who doesn't live in Cincinnati wouldn't understand this, but I'm going to try to articulate yeah. this as, as best I can. There's a theme park called King's Island. Yeah. One of my favorite rides in King's Island is the Flight of Fear. What I love about the Flight of the Fear first, is that the it first. It slingshots Ten you. seconds. Right. It slingshots you into the rest of the roller coaster. Yeah. And that's exactly what this closed foot did on this cigar. Yeah. It just automatically starts off with a boom, which I really, really, yeah. really enjoyed.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll second that with another analogy, bro. This was like the fucking rooster, bro. It literally woke my palate up as soon as I hit it. It was like sleeping in my bed. Palate's asleep. Mm. woke up whoa just the fucking rush of flavors and once i was up bro it was fine yeah it's great flavors ready to roll that first little bit woke me up woke my palate up
0: the only thing that i really didn't enjoy as much in terms of flavor which i know you really enjoy and i usually do to mm-hmm. a higher degree was as the cigar rolled on and i agree with you as far as it's not it's not a it's it's not a super dynamic cigar in terms of giving you constant change ups. Yep. It is kind of a singular flavor that you're gonna get throughout. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like about it as much is it didn't have enough of the sweetness. I almost think like if you could take a traditional Dominican, and I say traditional, but Something in terms of like we know Dominican, a lot of Dominican filler tobacco does have a sweetness to it. If you could take something that had a balanced sweetness and married it with that Pennsylvania tobacco, I almost would have liked that more. Like if you just took the Nicaraguan tobacco and you and, substitute and you made that the binder mm-hmm. just to give it a little bit of that spicy I whatever, and then you. balanced out the Pennsylvania with the Dominican, I think personally for me I would have probably enjoyed it a little bit more because. It is absent of a lot of sweet. Yeah. It's not that it's bad. It's a good cigar and I really enjoyed smoking it. It's just for me, that component creates that balance, that savory balance that I typically look for in a cigar. And it was lacking for me in terms of that. But I love the fucking... I love the wrapper, absolutely love it. This it's a almost great like you could. Choice. And I'm critiquing this a bit, but it's almost like if you just change the recipe a little bit as far as the other components. Yeah, the wrapper is the all star in my in my opinion of this particular cigar, especially when you get the flavor rush in the beginning. I really enjoyed that a lot.
1: Too much twigs, not enough honeysuckle. I get you.
0: Yeah, kind of. Right. I wanted. I love the Brazilian. I think it could have been balanced out. And the rest of the cigar better for me personally. Yeah. But I do know if like if you're somebody who like you, Chris, who likes the bitter and the tangy. Oh yeah. It was this great. is like this cigar is a no brainer for you.
1: Yeah, I thought the balance of the flavors was great for my profile,
0: for sure. Yeah, it's I do it's weird. I going back and reflecting on the first time I smoked The Crow, mm-hmm. I do like this one better than the Crow. I actually like the unkind, Raven, whatever you want to call it, better. Yeah. And I'm even more intrigued about some of the other stuff that Jonas has come out with that boasts some Sumatran tobacco. So I'm I really enjoy this cigar a lot. I didn't like as much the overwhelming bitter and tanginess. Yeah. But I thought overall it was pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, dude. And it's like I don't I it it was it was pleasant. To see a new brand smack me in the face with something good, yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. It's 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 kind of nice to know that hey, there's you know there's always people are coming on the market with new stuff. Some of it's good, some of it survives, and some of it doesn't, right? Yeah, like this is one where it's like you've taken the control, you've taken the process, you've brokered some good tobacco. It's kind of nice to see that they're making a pretty good progression, and there was
1: some some thoughtfulness on that
0: blend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not just like random components thrown together. Yeah. It's like uh, you've got the chef who's got the experience, who knows what's good out there and knows how to make a good dish. You have that experience on your side, and you've created something that's pretty damn good.
1: You had a master chef, bro.
0: Master chef. Um, Let's talk about the price point. So we know this cigar comes at about pretty much $7 everywhere. You'll see a lot of these online. Yeah. $7 is typically what you're going to pay for this cigar on yeah. average. Yeah. Probably not a whole lot more, probably not a whole lot less, right at that yeah. $7 mark. Yeah. Do we think that's a reasonable price for the cigar?
1: 100%, I think there's more value out of this cigar. I think it's I think it's a slightly underpriced cigar. I'm feeling the 8, eight 850 range. Okay. And uh, it's 7. Right. And it's like damn. Like
0: <laughs> Right. There's the objective part of my brain that says the same thing. I think you could squeeze a little bit more out of the cigar. Yeah. There's the other part of my brain that says it is a new cigar brand. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. They're coming out with to the market with something new. Jonas said it on the podcast. I want to get this product introduced to the masses. Right. Seven dollar product. Right. It allows people to go, ooh, they what is not this? not feel like
1: they're risking their money on a cigar.
0: Correct. So I personally think $7 is appropriate, although I think it wouldn't be unreasonable given the cigar itself and the experience and the blend. It wouldn't be unreasonable to say $8 cigar. I wouldn't pay much more than that because it is a 5x50 traditional Robusto. So it's not like it's a bigger cigar. You're getting more tobacco and so on. Listen, imagine going into a pet shop
1: and on the left... It's a $7 fucking canary you could buy. Small ass little bird. Probably going to die in like a year. hmm Right? Kind of annoying. And on the right, right next to the canary, you see a fucking raven for
0: $7. I rest my case. Yeah, I'd buy the raven. You get the sure. fucking raven. You will to buy that raven. Yeah. A raven's going to eat your face. Yeah. But you're going to buy that raven. It sticks out, yeah. a.k.a. their
1: brand. Their brand yeah. is very unique amongst right most brands in this. I industry. think you know
0: it's it's weird too because some people have raised raised the price of their cigars. Yeah, like there's times where there's announcements that are made like this cigar is going to be raised two percent, three percent, yeah, ten percent, fifteen percent, whatever it may be. Yeah, I do believe, and I'm just saying this out loud, and I'm not trying to give ideas to anybody who works at Blackbird. Yeah. But you could probably in a year, once you really have rocketed yourself in the industry, you could probably raise the pricing on these cigars and or start creating Vitolas outside of the traditional Robusto 5x50. Yeah. You start rolling them in other Vitolas and then maybe you can you can do some things with the pricing in terms of adjustment because I do think it's worth $8 as is. But understanding that you're a new brand and you're trying to get your cigars exposed on the marketplace, a reduction in that price is a very smart thing to do. Yes, It's actually, not only is it a smart thing to do, it's the appropriate thing to do.
1: Here's what I'll do. Keep the price at seven. I'm still giving you a bonus, but keep the price at $7 and I'll give a dollar tip to my local B&M.
0: That's not a bad idea. You heard it here first, everybody. Yeah. Chris and his ideas.
1: And then, then like all of our followers are like, we want to see receipts.
0: <laughs> like, oh, shit. Con you out on it. Um, so you gave it a pricing bonus. I did. Correct. I did. I did not give it a pricing bonus. I easily could have given a pricing bonus, but for reasons yeah. of which I specified already, I didn't. Yeah. So what does that bring your total score to?
1: Brother, this, was, this one was up there. It's a 5.59 at a 93.2%.
0: Holy shit. Are you
1: serious? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, obviously, the pricing bonus gives about a 2% bonus, the, pri- the pricing. We should probably adjust that. I don't know. That seems a little aggressive. I don't know.
0: I just feel like that's pretty, I think that's pretty fair. We may want to adjust that percentage. Well, well you know. Um, not saying that it's a bad cigar, and I'm not questioning your score overall. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to an average of 5.53 because I came out at a 5.47, which is just over a 91%, uh-huh. which is a very healthy score. So 5.53 as an average between both of us actually brings the percentage roughly at a 92%. Now, we've scored a lot of other things at a 92% that have been on the market for a long time that are established organizations, that are cigars, that are, which have a ton of, um, they've probably been reviewed often, yeah. who have you know, plenty of exposure in the industry, noted as being yeah. some of the best cigars in the world. And here we are with a brand new cigar to the market that is relatively unknown. It's and unkind. Yeah. And <laughs> we're here scoring it a ninety two percent.
1: Yeah. This is what I want to say to you. Don't take our word for it, right? You gotta try it. Don't be a chicken. Be a raven. Nice. Don't be a chicken. Be a bird of for what is a predator bird called? Bird of prey. Yeah, be a bird of
0: prey. <laughs> um go out there and get it. Go. I enjoyed this cigar a lot. Yeah, it was great. And it is definitely one because there's plenty of places that are buying or that are selling it. You can yeah. definitely find it online. It's definitely one that it, dude, it's, wor- and also, to me, this is like one of the best um, humidor fillers or giveaway cigars because of the price. Mm-hmm. Like this cigar is good enough, and the Crow, in my opinion, yeah. are good enough to give to someone who's exposing themselves to cigars, you may smoke every once in a while and say, hey, give this one a try. You're not out a lot of money and you're giving them something really good Yes, at the same time.
1: Now, I will say this. Just be cautious that if you think you just saw a pack of sidewalk chalk in a cigar humidor, know that that's not sidewalk chalk. That is truly a, a series of five
0: cigars in there.
1: Because it kind of looks like sidewalk chalk. Yeah.
0: You know? It does. <laughs> like you got it all looks, the colors. It looks like something Crayola produced. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <It's like laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so they do sell these, they sell all the cigars, and I believe it is considered a six pack, or right? Six, yeah. Six. Oh my God, six pack. Six pack. Yeah. Oh, cool. How cool they do mm-hmm. that. Um, they sell them in a six pack, which is inclusive of four other different types of guards that aren't the crow or the raven, which right. are the, the first two that were produced. Yeah. yeah, it does look like sidewalk chalk. It looks like a Crayola it's branded got the finch. Package. It's got the finch in it. Yeah, there's there's a couple, yeah. the rook or whatever rook, it is. Yeah. So there are other, and I'm excited to smoke some of the other ones. Again, there's two ones that have Sumatran in them, which I'm very excited. I believe the Finch is one of them. The Finch is one, yeah. That's one that I'm very excited to smoke. And of course, we talked about it already, but Blackbird is like hot on the market. This cigar so far, given between it and the Crow, which I enjoyed the Crow a lot, I enjoyed this one a little bit more, despite the fact that it lacked that sweetness that I really enjoy. I think it could be balanced better personally. I would actually like to hold on to one of these a little bit longer than what I did. Yeah. But overall, is a damn good cigar. Definitely worth the fucking money. And in Chris's opinion, way worth the money. Yeah. I say go find them. Find them. Buy five of them. Don't be reluctant to buy five of them. Give yourself an opportunity to smoke them over and over, and hopefully you get the same experience we Clearly did.
1: Clearly in any type of day, any type of moment cigar. Oh, yeah. Because just based on the price point. And I could even dare to say that because of the nicotine levels, which were not over the top, um, I feel like you might be able to swindle a beginning smoker into
0: enjoying it. I think so too. I think so too. And, and and either one of the crow or the raven. Yeah. I really i I would agree. I don't think there's anything about this cigar that's that's going to be too overwhelming no, for anybody. Not at all. Which is really cool. I mean, that's kind of unique to have something that's Isn't that it, at that $7? price range. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like your introduction right. into the cigar industry.
0: Yeah, I like it. I said you could raise the price, but I'm telling you not to yeah. keep it right there. Yeah. Um. That's it. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. We're just over an hour. I was hoping it'd be a little bit less because I have a ton of shit to do. Yeah, no um, problem. But yeah. it's it's been good. It's good to be back.
1: It's good and and, and constantly get on the hotticketweekly.com. dot com. Uh that's our, our that's our site. Yeah. And you can find reviews, press releases, all sorts of stuff on there. Corey, you actually put out, what would you put out this last week?
0: I put out the Corojo Oscuro M Bombay.
1: Yeah, the M Bombay, which is a gorgeous wrapper. It looks like a flying carpet wrapped around a cigar.
0: It has a sub label under it, too, which is way more appropriate than the flying carpet label, which could easily be removed. But yeah, that <laughs> released this past week. And then, of course, last week's episode was the uh, Balmoral Anejo Exo Oscuro as well. M-bombs so, bombs away. M bombs away. From the flying carpet. Um, yeah so that one's on the site now we'll probably post another review this week hopefully and get it get it posted on the site and we'll continue pushing forward absolutely um thanks everybody for listening we'll be back at you next week with episode 111 see you guys thanks everybody for listening to the podcast we greatly appreciate it how can you get a hold of us you can get a hold of myself on instagram at the hot ticket pod you can get a hold of chris on instagram at hot ticket chris please also if you could visit our website hotticketweekly.com for news, reviews, interviews, and more. And please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. In addition to being on iTunes, we're also on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podomatic, anywhere where you can find podcasts. Again, thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back at you next week.